0: Ask the Podcast Coach for January 12th, 2019. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music that means it's Saturday morning, and you have arrived at the only podcast on the internet that answers your podcast questions live. Welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com. We are playing with a lot of new toys today. And uh, joining me for the potential train wreck from audio editing solutions the one and only, and many other podcasts which you will tell me about in a second uh the one and only john buchanis buddy how's it going
1: not bad it's not nothing like a white knuckle podcast ride <laughs> it's <laughs> fun to just jump in and just yes just have at it
0: you can join us at uh um, askthepodcastcoach.com/live and uh, what we're trying to figure out already is is my screen backwards can you read the phone number, which is 330-294-9393. If you want to uh, call in, you can, uh, can actually just uh, dial in. I'm trying something a little new. I'm using this morning the Rode Podcaster Pro, and uh, it's a great piece of equipment. And one of the things it does is you can Bluetooth in a phone number. And I was like, ooh, we could dial in a phone. And I was trying some things last night. I was using Magic Jack. That turned out to be a uh, quite the uh, train wreck. And uh, just, let's see. Then I was trying Google Voice. I also, I actually have a, if you could see my desk right now. Oh, holy cow. But I actually got a TRR, so it's double R T R R S to TRRS connector to plug the phone directly. In. And that, there's something amiss here because I actually went later and played Spotify through this. And it's doing some funky stereo to mono conversion that makes things sound really wacky. It really cut the audio volume down. So today we have the phone connected via uh, Bluetooth. But uh, so um, Dave's checking the chat. Someone wants to know where the
1: video is. And the video is askthepodcastcoach.com
0: slash live is where we are. Um, So, yeah, if you're listening on Mixler, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live and again uh if you want to call in again that number is 330-294-9393 but john we got a question out of the box from jonathan bloom and it goes a little
2: something he said hoping he's going to hit the right button like this hey dave and jim i hope you're having a good morning i was recently listening to one of the past episodes of Ask the Podcast Coach. And that was the one where Monica was filling in. And you and Dave, you and Ho were talking about asking questions that led to stories. And your example was asking her when she started podcasting. And then she said June of 2017. And then the other way you asked it, which led her to tell a story, was when did you have the desire to start a podcast? And then she talked about getting a mic in 2013 and then ended up starting in June of 2017. So her story led to that. So I was wondering if you could discuss different types of questions you can ask or different ways to ask questions that leads your guests to tell stories because I know people love it when you tell stories on the podcast. I'm Josh from the corner And you can, my podcast is the corner Cutter podcast. It's all about speed cubing, which is solving the Rubik's Cube. And thanks for answering my question.
0: Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, John, did you ever play with a uh, Rubik's Cube? I've the- never, I've played with one, I've never solved one. Yeah, he. I remember once I was talking with Jonathan and he goes, yeah, my record's something, I'm, I'm just going to pull out a number, it was something like 1.7. And I thought it was like weeks or days and it was like, no, seconds. Like 1.7 seconds? That's I don't know what it, it was. It just going to be a minute. A whatever minute. it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, when it comes to, I, I'm going to steer you to uh, a, a really good answer that has nothing to do with me. And that guy's name is Eric K. Johnson. If you go over to podcasttalentcoach.com, he's got a PDF there that you can download. Seventeen questions for better interviews or things like that, but um, the big one is try to avoid yes no questions. So if you say, "I don't know," uh, John, have you ever solved a Rubik's cube? And John would say, "No." But if I say, "John, have you ever played with a Rubik's cube?" He might say,
1: "Yeah, played with them all the time. Frustrated through um through a bunch of them." <laughs>
0: Yeah. So now I have a story. Right. So, you want, yeah, so you want to avoid the, the yes, no stuff. Um, it's easier said than done. Interviews, a lot of people think, oh, I'll just do an interview and somebody will come on and they'll answer a bunch of questions. But to, to get a decent interview, it's um, a little crazy at times. So have we figured out if my, uh, if my video is backwards yet? Everybody's listening on Mixler today. Well, the
1: reason they're listening on Mixler is because the video is not working.
0: Oh, well, that would be good to know. Well, I was, how do you break that to your, uh, <laughs> as you're telling the story? If you, um, over in the Google, the Googles, um, what you call it? The, where we're at the hangout, there's an actual chat room that only you and I can see. Okay. Yes. So, um, I will run out to that while I'm doing this, John, why don't you let the lovely people know, uh, where they can find you. Well, I am
1: one, I am the he editor of the she podcast. So I am also on with Elsie and Jess and then uh, Emily Prokop and I do a podcast. It's called hate the Weight, which is a podcast where we are trying to just lose weight and we're, you, it's not a how to lose weight. It's a support because we all do different things. And to be honest with you, we're having a lot of fun over there. We have a secret, a uh, Facebook group that you can, come into and uh, we it's a lot of support so i do that and then i also have the brilliant observations podcast with jessica kupperman and melissa brilliant where the name comes from so there are the podcasts that i have i've been podcasting since 2012 i can't believe its it's been that long but so there you go and look at you dave jackson you fixed the video in just that amount of time i know i was like okay <laughs> hopefully it's it's worked I, I just in my mind I you know the guys when they look at they and they stretch they make that
0: stretch keep talking keep talking yeah. do this so uh well we can do a mic shootout if you uh if you're looking at the video you're like dave that's not your your re320 which is now in my hand i'm using the rode procaster and what i'm going to do is hold my re320 at the so i have this pointed at the corner of my mouth because there is no pop filter right now i have this little pop filter and i tried to put just this little windscreen which is just connected to my re320 with a little screw and a little bracket and the uh procaster is a little fatter it's a little more there's a little more coke in the coke can and uh so what i'm going to do is turn up the re320 and i'm going to now they're both on, and now we're just listening to the RE three hundred and twenty. And what's what I did beforehand was I made them both have the exact same settings in the Procaster. So again, this is the RE three hundred and twenty, and this is the Procaster. So the Procaster definitely has a little more bottom end to it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, and this is where I actually uh, in the the Roadcaster Pro. I have the ability, if I want to, to come over and turn on an oral exciter, which I actually do, where if I did that, he said switching microphones again, if I did that over here with the RE320, uh, it's a little harsh. So now the oral exciter on, and I mean, every popping, to me, I, that's like really, it just, A, it's just, hey, let's listen to Dave mouth noises. So uh, this is maybe one of those things where, I'm going to go back to the, the Procaster, Um Maybe this is going to sound really cool when you use all road stuff, but I do like the sound of this microphone. It's really warm. It's a lot of bass to it. And uh, it's one of those things, again, I don't know that uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those sort of like, yep, I think it sounds as good. I, I, for me, I think the big magic of a microphone sometimes isn't really even what it sounds like to the audience. Although uh, let's state the obvious here. It cannot sound like, you know, two cans and a, some string. I think it's all in the person's head. If they like the way they sound, then, then they're good. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I guess whenever you hear yourself on a microphone, you never really like the way you sound right. because you're not used to hearing yourself. It takes a little while to get used to. But I do, I guess for me, the hardest thing for me to listen to is somebody that is on a computer mic and they are sitting way back and you hear all that room noise come rushing in. And it's very hard to hear them. And then once the they record it, they don't bring it back in and try to remove some of that head noise and get, and try to you know compress and bring up that audio so it's more listenable. They just don't know how. So
0: you get what you get. You don't throw a fit. <laughs> and that's where you go. God bless Isotope. Yeah. Their, and their deverb tool. And that's I think my favorite thing out of the whole Isotope package is deverb Cause I've, I played with a, I forget what the name of the company. They had some sort of anti-reverb kind of setting. And the isotope is just so much better. Cause you can actually say like, if I'm in a big gymnasium, I can say, I think the echo is going to be much longer in this room. Whereas if I just have like slapback echo of like Elvis in the fifties, I could say, no, I think the echo is going to be shorter. And somehow that makes a huge difference. I was, uh, I've, I've been playing with that a lot because I just interviewed somebody who was on their laptop microphone, which actually wasn't as horrible as I thought it was going to be. Luckily, her, her fan wasn't going off, I and mean, it wasn't ideal, but we had a, a fair amount of background noise, and I was able to, uh, to clean that up. So, um, For me, the biggest thing with the RX-6, or now it's
1: RX-7, is the mouthy click because for some reason I have a very clicky mouth. <laughs> and i hear it now so much so when i do that i just look at the amount of clicks in a in an hour show it's in the thousands so i appreciate
0: that absolutely and uh i i even brought back the old jingle if you would like to call in cuz i have to use the crappy radio voice for this it's 330 294 9393 and actually as we say that holy cow in theory we have a caller ending in eight four five zero, ready to kick the tires on this bad boy uh what's your name and uh, what's your question for uh dave and john
1: greetings happy saturday morning to you dave
0: i think i recognize yeah.
1: that voice yeah i recognize that
0: voice too and now we have to remember to tell people turn off your speakers because then there's going to be this weird uh you know um Is, echo thing so am i echoing now no you're fine you sound like you're on oh, the phone okay. Goodbye for now. Okay,
3: hopefully. Yeah, that... no, I'm I'm I, I'm calling in through uh, through Google Hangouts. So oh. seeing it well, I mean, I'm uh, not quite the, sure
2: how to help you.
3: The woman in the tube. <laughs> the Hang woman up. in the tube is talking while I'm talking. Yeah, no, um, uh, you Gmail, you know, they've got a they've got a, a, you know, you can use you can call people on uh, on Gmail. So I thought, well, I need to put the number out there, and I uh, thought I'd call in and see how it works.
0: Yeah, it's we're going back to the old days, which is funny because kicking this thing off is, again, remember the guy who always used to say, um, you know, your web conference or whatever it was. So I was like, oh, I remember this weird guy, the robot man from uh, Colinstudio.com. But because this thing ties in so easily with a phone, I was like, well, let's throw this up here and see if it works. So, uh, uh, so far it does, I guess. How does it sound on your end? Hey.
3: Well, it's pretty modulated. I mean, it's pretty kind of like you're, like we're getting just a little too much to the phone. I mean, it's understandable, but okay. uh, it's not the clear. Not I wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't listen long term this way. But it's it's good enough to be able to hear what you're saying. What? How about me? What's the? How's the audio quality coming out of the phone line?
0: You sound like you're on the phone. In my, in my,
1: <laughs> what do you think, John? Yeah, I mean, it's a basic cell phone call if are you on a cell phone or are you on a landline nope. i'm on a
3: landline i'm coming i'm actually coming through the studio setup so the ATR oh, okay. 2100 and just like i would it's just going through gmail
1: it does sound just like a phone call that you would hear on a
3: radio station yeah. that's that's it, the audio quality it must be hear. analog at some point yeah you know it, it it must get fed through an analog line here at some point dave by the way your audio the video is still not uh, showing on the live page What's it just say so you know it's, uh, it's just the Unavailable it's the video is unavailable um, When when you click On play it just says video is unavailable So we've we've been Shuffling everybody over to uh, Mixler that's why everybody's over there you can have great Mixler stats
0: today. <laughs> like, yeah. Well that's weird Because um, I mean that's I want to see this new TV that's in the background
3: Like like you teased me with it last night with a, with a video
0: If you then, go to askthepodcastcoach.com Slash live show Yeah that, that is the page And when I go there and yep. click on play yeah. If and you then, go to ask yep. the podcast I'm listening to you I mean I just I just Was me saying if you go to the page There's like a three second delay uh, Are you sure you have that set to public And not uh. and not private then I can't fix that. I can't, right? I can't fix that in the middle of it. A- no, you can, you could go on, you, you could go on the fly.
3: Just go in there and change that over to, if you go into the into the video settings, you know, you've got uh, public unlisted and private. Okay. And uh, you might just have it set to private. If you flip that over, then um, it's, it's pretty common. You had a lot, as I was watching you get set up for this thing this morning, you had a lot of bells and whistles and gadgets yeah. and new things you're trying. And I know the, the screen was flickering. Um, yeah, that's so
0: I don't know if there's anything I can really do about that, because, you know, it's one of those things where, hey, I bought this cheap uh, thing. Yeah, it is. It's set to private. There yeah, we there go. You go. Just
3: I put switched. that over to public. Let's, yeah. let's validate that here while you're doing it. OK, we're seeing it now. Oh, so okay. I'll, I'll let the chat room know that the video <laughs> is working on the live page now the joys. That's, that's my job right i'm the geeks, tech guy
0: yes uh but yeah that was the thing it was uh as i was putting all this stuff together there was a voice in my head that says remember when you used to do this and it was you know you, we finally just said let's make it easy and i'm like yeah that's maybe maybe i've gone too far
3: um this way. no what do you hear dave so when i was calling in I get a voicemail like so. I called in. I get a voicemail from you that says, "Hey, you're almost there. Just hang tight, and you'll hear a beep when you're live, right?" And all that stuff worked great. Actually, the 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 call in experience is awesome. I'm assuming at this point you can only take one at a time. Is that right?
0: Uh, I can go over and see that right now. You are the only person. I yeah, I can only do one person um, because really all this is is I've I've tied my cell phone into dot Studio.com and yeah. it's the thing yeah. where I can mute you, I can drop you, I can, you know, that whole nine yards. So I've got the I've got the yeah, queue yeah. going. And the reason for that is so that can... is last night I was on Go Facebook, ahead. and I don't expect this to happen because it never happened in the past. But if I have more than one caller, uh last night I was on Facebook and I'm I just threw the number out. I'm like, hey, everybody call this. Well, then I got like three calls at once. So we never really had that problem in the past, but I thought, well it's not that expensive. It's like six bucks a month and then six cents a minute, I think for the caller. So I'm like, let me try Colin studio here. And then um, because I had problems with magic Jack and it's a long story with my Google voice number. I, I tried to get a second one and it was just like, never mind. I'm like, screw it. I'm going to call So that's what I'm using now. Cause it just seems. go ahead. From a, from a
3: caller in experience. It's actually pretty easy. I dialed the number. I got your voicemail. It, you instructed me to just wait till you heard the beep. Then there's a beep and I'm in. And, and you announced me in. So that part is working uh, Works pretty well. Audio coming back is great. You got to make sure you shut off your, you know, I closed everything I was listening to. So I didn't get that, you know, can you can you turn off the radio uh, thing that, uh, that goes on. When you get the call from me, when I called in, what was the experience and how do you set me live? How did that work?
0: Uh, I just go into, it's a website and I can see, uh, if you remember back in the back in the day, when I used to say ending in, you know, uh, eight, five, nine, six, you know, um, you know, what's your name and what's your, cause I can't see if I wanted to, we could get a call screener and they could go in and add, you know, some stuff like that. But, so I can't see who's really calling. I can just see your phone number. Yeah. So, and but it
3: was uh, pretty easy. I mean, you got me in here, so that, that yeah. part was pretty easy, right?
0: Yeah, that it's just a matter of I've got, uh, again, it's going to be, I'm going to be a little, I, I have to kind of watch the phone line and the chat room. So most of the time that means, yeah. uh, especially with this, I'm uh, usually I'm looking at you, you know, so in this case, I'm looking at John. So I'm kind of watching what you guys do. So it's a, a few more things to watch. And what I'm going to try to do, uh, I just didn't want to do it today. There were too many new things in the, the pike is I was going to use Colin Studio on my iPad and see if i could actually take calls and 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 go that route. So i'll test that later cuz then i could have a third screen going here and i could have you on one screen, the chat room on the other and uh and just go that route. So i think that's how we'll we'll do that. And and again, it may be a case that nobody wants to call in. Everybody just wants to ask their question in the chat room. But i'm like, it's an audio program. Let's make it even easier, so. When
3: i talk, what does it um what screen is it showing you just to- staring at the screen while I talk or what's this? Yes. Is there something that pops up? Is that what, is that what happened?
0: No, I guess I could always, uh, you know, if I ever want, if I wanted to make things uh, even more complicated, I could run OBS. Right. And cause I can't show, like if I wanted to show, well, number one, I don't want to show your number. And then and right beneath your number is my cell phone number. So we're never going to show the call in studio line. Uh, so right, yeah, it's just, right. it's just me looking down at the screen. It's a, it's a awesome visual of like, what is Dave looking at? So I need to look at the, I need to look at the camera and, and maybe I'll, I'll have a sign that says, you know, 330, you know, and uh, you, you can be where Jim is just dial 330-294-9393. Um, so yeah.
3: You were um, you were asking earlier if your video is backwards, and it is indeed. It is indeed um, backwards. Uh, here. It is backwards. Well, we can yeah.
0: fix that really quick. For some reason, when I did that, um, originally it looked kind of weird. So you should see that. fix there here. it goes. It just flipped over. Yeah. So. You went to another camera. For me in Google, in Google Hangouts, uh, or whatever this is, it's backwards. So. Oh, there. And there I am. Yeah. so
3: the um with the tv you know you and i talked a little bit about one of the challenges of the tv setup there that you got going um of course is it it introduces glare right yeah so now
0: yeah people are mentioning they're like hey dave there's a big glare on the uh uh left-hand side and that's a thing called my window that uh i will need to buy i mean you can uh well here i'll just do this for those of you listening to the audio, I've got a uh, – they're just blinds. They're white blinds, and they're somewhat open. I mean, I could run over there and try to close them, but trust me, I'm going to get, you know, uh, glare from that side. So I've i have got – actually got black curtains. I just – again, a handy thing that I have not <laughs> not done. So uh, that, that would definitely – because it looked great. Well, I don't know if it looked great. It looked better last night because it was dark. So – you have to shake uh, yeah, but, the yeah. Well, there's some
3: there's some anti glare film you can get that i mean if you really want to eliminate the glare those helps you can also tilt it right so you could you could tilt it down a little bit yeah. um, i know you've got it on a stand right you you were you were stressing out a little bit about getting that thing mounted and so you bought uh, you bought a stand to put it on i'm i'm still assuming it's a visa mount right that's the kind of mount that yeah. goes on the back of the stand and then you should be able to tilt that a little bit, just to kind of take, um, you know, that's the old photographer's trick with glasses, is tilt the glasses a little bit. Yeah, looks kind of stupid, but you can you can remove the glare that uh, sometimes that way. One of the drawbacks on the right side. Shoot, yeah. Well, one of the one of the drawbacks to using this kind of equipment, and we talked about this before. One, the TV has to be almost the the uh, because of these C nine twenties and their sensors are so small. You have to almost have that thing as dark as you can't even see it, right? And you've got it. You've got a pretty dark back there. Otherwise, it will take over the light, and your face will be dark. Yeah. And uh, and so you really got to turn those things down. You you had a little bit of flicker in it. I think I saw a video on Facebook where it looked like you'd gotten the flicker out. And so I was I was like, oh, I don't know. It it does. uh, Maybe you can ask the audience who's watching it. I'm not. I'm not watching you live because I don't want the echo. But. Is it flickering, uh, John? Do you see his monitor flickering mm-hmm. on your monitor?
0: No, not at all. Oh, that cool. looks good. because okay. on mine, it's it's okay. ever so slight, so that's good. Because there's a, a setting in uh, yeah. what I was using, and, and it said, "Hey, here, click here for the anti flicker option." And I was like, "That's what we need," because it was pretty bad last night. So, but uh, and then, awesome, Dave. Are you using a PC to
3: run that? Is that is that what you, you've got? Another yeah, I've PC actually back got, there. Or it's, how Kind of cool that?
0: about the stand. If I get out of my own way. Cool. Is I've got a little stand here for a laptop. So Mixler is on that little stand as is just a PowerPoint presentation that is running through here in the background. And it's not only shows the phone number, but it shows some of our awesome supporters, um, even though obviously my head is in the way. Uh, but uh, that's what's uh, going on back there. So that way, if somebody's watching, they can call in. And I've got it right now set up to. Well, what if somebody calls in later, to 330-294-9393? Well, then they'll get my voice number. So which we can then play like Jonathan did uh, later in a, a future episode. So well, we'll see. It's just one of those things where I'm like, ah, let's throw it on the wall and see what happens. So.
3: No, super cool. It it just adds another element of uh, of complexity yeah. to it. Hey, why don't you? Um, so other people can jump on the phone. Why don't you jump? Uh, I'll, I'll jump off so other okay. folks can jump and call in. If you want to send me the inside thing on Slack, I'll, I'm I am home today. Okay. I, I think you thought I was going to be out, but, uh shoot me the inside uh, the inside join thing, and I'll, I'll jump. You in come on over. Jump on come on down. Yeah, all right, I'm going to jump off so others can jump in. Actually, the call in experience is super easy. So, if you want to, you if you're go. out there listening live and you want to call in with a question, get that number and we'll put it in the chat room as well so that you can, um, I'll throw it in the chat room. So you can call in. All right, I'm going to jump off. We'll see you on the other side.
0: There you go. The one and only Jim Cullison from the theaverageguy.tv. So,
1: what do you think? I mean, as, as a podcaster, how, I mean, sometimes you just have to fly without a net. You have to try things, you have to crash and burn. You don't always have to put it out. Oh, it, that's a great point. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you don't always have to put it out. You can always crash and burn. I, I think the biggest, oh, the biggest embarrassment I ever did one time was I had a podcast and we were singing. We did a karaoke thing and I was doing an ACDC part and I forgot that I had a mix minus and I didn't send it to Facebook. So I am doing my worst ACDC a cappella with no music. No music. And then I listened back to it and I was horrified. I couldn't get the, the video off of Facebook fast enough. But there was 30 people in the room watching me do the karaoke ACDC acapella. <laughs> Horrible. And, and, yeah, you know, I was uncomfortable for about, I'm not going to lie, 15 minutes. Yeah. But after that, I was like, oh, well, what are you going to do? You know, these are the things you do and this is how you learn. So I just, my, I would say, just don't be afraid to fail publicly. It's not that big of a deal. It's not fatal. They won't kill you.
0: <laughs> Nobody's going to punch you. No in the one's
1: f- going to punch you in the face. That's true. But I think a lot of times we're afraid to do something because we're afraid to embarrass ourselves or look stupid. And I feel that I've actually achieved looking stupid and I kind of make it look good sometimes. <laughs> it well, It does teach you how to, just, you know, almost talk your way out of it where you're saying, okay, well, this is backwards and we're going to straighten this out. And, and look in just this, a little bit, little bit of a amount of time we've, we've been on here. You've straightened out the video, you got the audio
0: working and now you're good to go. Yeah, like all that stuff, all the fun stuff mm-hmm. with, all, with all the trimmings. And uh, speaking of that as I oh, know, it's going to go away. There is apparently uh Jim Harold. I was up at Jim's house. A fellow Clevelander, uh, Jim got his Roadcaster. I gotta remember what the name of this thing is. The Road, there's too many pros in it. It is, he grabbed the placemat. Look at this. This thing seriously came with like placemats. Roadcaster Pro. I always want to call it the Procaster Road, and it's like it's no, but so if like when it's time for your kids to eat like spaghetti, you're like, here, put this under your plate, we're good to go. Don't mess up the table. But there's a little bit, there must be a windows ever so slight every now and then completely unpredictable issue with maybe the driver. Cause as we're talking, there's a little bit of a buzz slowly sneaking into. Hey, this is post-production Dave. And it turns out whatever buzzing I heard was not in the recording. And I had solved it by choosing a different output device and then going back to the Rodecaster Pro. And so whatever it is, it didn't affect the recording. It only affected how I heard things. So let's get back to the show. I got smart. This is a, instead of trying to run PowerPoint, I exported the PowerPoint as a PowerPoint show. So I don't have to worry about sharing my screen and switching for this. This is just a, a thing I click on now, and we want to thank our awesome supporters over at askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, and people like Josh Liston, uh, which you can find at Uh Greg over at Debt Shepherd, where he teaches financial wellness, uh, Jonathan Bloom, who we heard from earlier. Uh, no, that wasn't Jonathan. That was uh, another – what, what's with everybody named with a J today? But uh, Jonathan Bloom over at weeklyawesome.com, uh, Glenn the Geek, over at horse radio network.com josh rivers another person with a j in his name podcasting experiments.com uh matt Trescott, Matt, see my now my mouth is leaving max trescott over at aviationnewstalk.com shane from spybrary.com who by the way is just a super nice guy uh carrie bond over at keywestperspective.com slash podcast and my buddy from down under um uh, Ronsley over at mustamplify.com. It's a uh podcast media group for lack of a better He does all things podcasting down under. And uh if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, simply go over to ask the com slash awesome. And now we can ooh, oh, and of course, even that didn't work. Nothing's working today. You suck. Things that people obsess over uh that they shouldn't. I have one that I wanted to share. We've talked about um Your episode numbers and how sometimes people, um, you know, do we have them? Where do we put them and things like that? Uh, Here was a question, uh, and I think I know the answer to this. Um, I had somebody this week that had multiple episodes. They've been doing this a while. And there was one episode, for whatever reason, they were going to pull it down. So they're like, this one, I don't know if there wasn't, maybe something that was in it didn't make sense anymore, but they're just going to pull the whole thing down. And they asked me, should I renumber all my episodes? What say you? I think Jim has got my answer. John, what do you think? Wow.
1: I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I'm 25, I might think about it, but if I'm you, there's no way I'm renumbering all the episodes. Yeah. There's this
0: No way. Yeah. It, it, and it kind of inspired my last episode, which was, here are some time wasters that podcasters are doing. And I was like, this is, this is one where, like you said, if it was five episodes, maybe because that's going to take all of 10 minutes, but I think they had like 99 plus. And I was like, mm. I said, you can, I said, but you know, I don't know. I, I guess I just don't, I, I know some people love their episode numbers and it makes it easy to find things. So if I say go out to, you know, ask the podcast slash whatever this is two, three, nine or something like that, it's easy to find, but I, I a past And th- that was the other thing is you would be renumbering things that were probably from months ago, which probably don't get a huge amount of traffic. So I was just like, yeah, we're going to chalk that up to one of those things that people kind of. Um,
4: well, just- Dave, I think the question is, why do you number? Like, it's not to have an accurate count. It's so people can find them. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you deleted, if say you're on 300 episodes and you delete 57, 59 and 63. Nobody cares. Like, nobody's going to, well, you might get one person, but nobody's going to go back looking for those. I'm like, hey, you skip 59, John. How come, you know, where's 59? I went 59, right? And that's public record. I, you know, no, nobody cares, right? So, I, no, I think it's, that is a gigantic, um, I think that's a gigantic, I'll be honest, even if I'm at 25 and I remove one, I'm not going to go back and number them. One, I save our episode numbers in the show. All the show notes have that embedded in it. And it just doesn't, like, that just doesn't make any sense. So, no, I I don't think, I I wouldn't recommend you go back and change.
1: Go ahead, John. Yeah, I was going to say, if you have pretty links and you use a pretty link and then you change the number, now you're changing all your pretty links to, it's going to go to another number. So that would, now you're really screwed. So sometimes you get in the middle of something and you're like, oh, I should have never started this because now I have a mess. And now how do I get out of this? Yeah. So I would say yes, maybe I'm now I'm with Jim. You can change my mind in fifteen minutes if you have a good if you have a good <laughs> argument, you can change my mind. Now I'm with Jim. Yes. Never, never change. No good, well, no good I, if I could change. And maybe not never, but I think for you really
4: gotta think through like why am I doing what I'm doing? And um, you know, if I do remove them, I, it would be a good idea to put uh, uh something in there to redirect it somewhere else so they don't get a broken link. That would be, if you're just going to delete the post, you might want to redirect that post when you go in there and delete it so that they, they kind of know what to do That's if you're going down that route. Hey, if your system is different and you need to renumber, just renumber. Like, it's this. that's the beauty of podcasting. You do whatever you want. But I, I wouldn't. I mean, for me, if somebody was asking, I would be like, oh, gosh, that's a lot of work. I did go back at episode 100. I renamed some things. And I had to go back and change a whole bunch of links and a whole bunch of meta. And you have to kind of, it's like, it's like unwinding
1: a lie. You know, you got to remember where you said everything. <laughs> <laughs> it is unwinding a lie, isn't it? Yes. You because know, I would have never thought to go back and even go back to the, and change the links. To be quite honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'd be surprised
4: at what we embed in our, in our show notes, you know? And so it needs,
1: it needs a lot of consideration before you just go do it. I had a client come to me uh just last week and she said, "Oh my god, I said something on the show and my family's in an uproar and we have to take it down immediately." So I was like, "Okay, well, I can take that down." So then and then she started thinking about all the things she said on other episodes and now she's like, "I think I'm pulling the whole show down." I'm like, "Whoa, hold on, stop. Whoa. Wh- hold yeah. on a second. Let's breathe." And I finally talked her out of not take. I said, "No one you have over 60 episodes i dare them to go back and listen to all 60 no one has that kind of time so i think you're going to be okay and and so she ate a lot of crow and we took the stuff out of the episode and put it back up again but i could see where if you get yourself in trouble and someone does go back and listen where you have to pull one down but i again i don't know what i would do with that
4: We, we, we had an episode last week for the guest, so I had published, I had produced everything, and was ready to publish it. And he sends me a note and says, "Hey, I was showing something on my phone, and it had my home address, and we need to blur that out." <laughs> <laughs> it was done. I mean, I was like, "Oh, serious?" So uh, there's some blurring um, uh, capabilities on YouTube where you can go in and do. You can set it to blur. It's not as easy as it sounds, by the way, and it takes hours to re-render. Yeah, And so as I was figuring out, much like Dave, you're figuring out all the fancy tools this morning. I was figuring out this new blurring tool on Facebook, I mean, on uh, YouTube. And and I had to do it three times and it would take three or four hours to render each time I would do it. And so I did it, I'd pull it down, I'd watch it and it wasn't right and it would still be there. I'm like, ah, you know, so I didn't publish. Normally I publish Friday night or Saturday morning and I didn't publish till Sunday at like six or seven. In the evening, I had people sending me notes like, "Hey, where's the podcast?" (laughs) That's good. That's a problem to have. Yeah, but it does. It is one of those things, you know, when you talk about having to take things out of your Uh, uh, of it, John. Right? You know, when when they say, "Oh, I said something." If you're fast in your video or audio production, and you're getting those things out quickly, chances are they're going to catch it after you've
1: published it, and then you've got to go in and do all the the things to pull it out. Yeah, well, Aunt 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 Mayor Aunt Susie called and was in an uproar about something she said about the family, and then someone else was in an uproar. So it got to be such a family thing. She's like, "I got to get this down." So we took it down. I edited about six or seven minutes of it out and put it back up again.
0: Yeah, I, I've I've gone that route. Have Talked you had a family issue, ever? Dave? Before? Yeah, I've I've had uh, the the ex wife number two was like you know, and I'm like, well, I said, hold on, remember. This isn't necessarily the truth. It's my side of the story. I go, not that I'm lying, but that is my side of the story. Like, well, mom, and, and and she was like, well, people are going to hear this. I go, nobody's listening to the show. Nobody listens to Building like a Better Dave. I'm like, you know, well, what if my coworkers? Here? And I go, they, you are known as the nurse. I've never used your name. I said, and you know, I was like, but she was, she pre, was
4: pre or post x Uh
0: this was pre x Pre So, I, okay. I, so the, you, if you look at the 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 numbers or the dates of building a better day, you'll see it was fairly constant. I get married, things are cool. And then I just go like air silence for a long time because it had to go through the nurse filter, which meant I couldn't talk about anything in my life because even it was, was me, unless it's me like, what's up with these, you know, peanuts, you know, uh, it's uh, if I'm doing a Seinfeld episode, it's great. But otherwise, if it was anything that was going on in my life, it's like, well, no, but what people are like, ah uh, uh, and I just like, would you please quit listening to my show? Don't you're not allowed to listen. Stop it. So, so happened, I know she was listening. Yeah. So what happened
1: in the beginning? It was you building a better day. Then she started building a better day. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, she started
4: editing a better day. Yeah. That was, that was it. John, do you do you uh, in your editing work that you do? Do you run into that besides you know that incident? Is that a, is that common that you have to? pull those do people ask you often to pull those kind not necessarily just family but those kinds of things were for content reasons they
1: pull it out not really that only a handful of times has that happened and usually it's like hey we have to go back to four episodes ago because now people are starting to listen to it and i go in cuz i usually upload the file and i go in and i look and the downloads are like 1500 downloads i'm like well 1500 people already heard this so who's really going to hear? I mean, the damage is done. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. The damage is done. It's, <laughs> yeah. all, it's out there.
0: There's nothing you can do about it. I have had people uh, contact me at Libsyn, and they'll like, hey, you know, if I move this, first they'll say, what should I do? Delete it or mark it as draft? And I'm like, well, if you delete it and you don't have a copy of it, it's Gandhi. You're not going to get it back from from Libsyn. Uh, so I said, if you want to keep it just for potential but not have it public, you can mark it as draft." But I'm always like, the internet writes in ink. So, number one, now you gotta, you got to get a hold of Spotify. Or in our case, have us get a hold of Spotify and say, hey, you know, go in. Oh, and, no. Yeah, because Spotify makes a copy of it. And then so does Google Play Music. And that's the fun one. Have fun getting a hold of somebody at Google Play Music to say, we need that episode to be removed. So, that's so where, what you're
1: saying now is the copy that she was so upset about is still out there on Spotify. Yeah. and Google Play. Yeah. I didn't hear this. If, if
0: they have never heard this thing. Yeah, if they're on those platforms, and I think iHeartRadio too, because it's it's a hassle, because it used yeah, to be, it, it used to be if you, like, let's say, I don't know, in the middle of this, like, let's say I want to take out the whole robot discussion out of the show, which I probably will. Um, you know, and I, I I Oh, hold on, I got to fix that. In the past, I could just upload the exact same file name because your RSS feed says, hey, the file is here. Okay, great. Well, so you would upload this new version of the file, but it had the same file name, and somebody would go to the app, they'd click play, and say, oh, it's over here, and they'd get the new version. Now, anybody that downloaded the old version, they got to delete it and redownload it. But that, that's the way it worked. Well, now Spotify makes a copy. So you upload the new version, and Spotify goes, well, that's not new, that's the exact same file. I don't need to update anything. Okay. So now, so I mean, now, it's clear, though. Yeah. So now what happens is if you want it to update everywhere, you've got to upload with a new file name. So now it's my file name too. Spotify and Google Play and iHeartRadio go, hey, that's new. Let's get that copy. The bad news is now all the other apps, like Apple Podcast, still in their RSS feed says, Hey, it's pointing at the old the old URL of the file, so it doesn't work for up to 24 hours. Now, your subscribers, in theory, will get it almost immediately. And again, they're not going to re-download it. Um, I don't think. I'd have to double-check that. But the whole thing on like, and people think that the Apple listing, like when you go to iTunes or that weird web-based version of iTunes, that's not going to work for about 24 hours until they rescan your show, update your RSS feed. So that's where I'm like, when I, when, I, when Pandora came out, And I was like, please don't make a copy of the file because it just, I'll give an example. I forgot a couple people in my, my favorite podcast is episode that I do at the end of the year. Um, I updated it. I updated the file. I did not change the file name. And if you go to Spotify along with the other eight people that listen to the show on Spotify, you'll hear the old version. And I'm like, I'm not going maybe later after it's been out a month, I might put out the, a new file name. So it updates everywhere, but, that way I'm not having people who are hitting my show like in its heyday for lack of a better phrase. Um, so it's kind of weird. Simply, you know, Dave, well,
4: I really did go in and update those, the two that you missed Fred and I forget who else it was you added them to the show behind it, but you also went back in and updated the the original so that they were in there. Yeah.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah. So I did that yeah, I, I update the Pete. Cause every time somebody says that I'm like, Oh, You know, I mean, because I'm like, not only do I'm going to play it here, but I go back and update the original, and they update the PDF. And it was like, and all of them were like, once somebody sent me a zip file, that's how I missed the last one.
4: It would Uh, almost be nice if you could like um, time that where your RSS feed goes out, and the other ones that keep it permanently don't get it for you know three days or something. So that gives you that buffer kind of a fine because you you probably found out pretty quick that, you know, like Fred probably let you know pretty quick that you had forgotten them in the, yeah. the original, right?
1: So, it all, because you're right, once it's out there, it's permanent. John, you were going to say something. Well, what happened was the person that I got in trouble with me, she immediately went in and took down the episode. She deleted the episode. So when I went in and edited it, and it took the piece out and put the new show back in, I had to make a whole new post. So at that point, then I guess I'm okay with Spotify and all the other ones because they will see it's a new post. Yeah, it yeah, would get a new GUID, right, and all right. those systems. And then that would, the other one wouldn't be there. So, there. okay, so that's okay. I've seen before where it almost forces a new download to all your subscribers.
0: Yeah, yeah well, if you've you right a way. brand new episode, it will definitely, you know. Okay, so then there's no other. <laughs> that's probably the right way to do it. Don't you think yeah. if, if it's going
4: to be that bad for those systems that don't replace it, it's yeah. probably smart to bring the whole thing down, delete everything, create a new post. Yeah, that's probably if the right. I do
0: some In some cases that I'll, I'll have the title name and I'll put like in parentheses repost. Cause that way, if somebody goes, Hey, I've already heard this. And I'm like, oh, repost. I'm like, Oh, there must've been an issue. Yeah. And I don't know what the average non podcaster thinks when they see that, but I'm like, um, well,
4: you can guarantee, and John, you know this in the business you do, that you can guarantee even though you think you're doing it right, there's always going to be someone who thinks it was done wrong. And, yeah. you know, you get 99% of the people uh, who say, oh, no, that's fine. It's just not a big deal. And it's not a big deal. But you get that one person who is like, no, this is the most awful thing you've ever done. I can't believe you're so insensitive. and so you can't, you know, that's the hard part is weighing, like, sometimes, Dave, I probably, in your shoes, I probably would not have gone back and added those two. You did, the newspaper doesn't go back and try and do a reprint of the newspaper from that day, you know. And the Omaha World Herald makes a mistake, they just post a retraction in the next episode, or in the next, right. ver, you know, um, uh, issue. And so I think you, I, I thought it was great, you added those to the next episode of School of Podcasting and uh and and so that's i think that's above and beyond i mean it's great that you did it i just i'm not sure i would have done it but it's because that's a lot of work you got to go it's back pull work, it down. Yeah. it's all yeah yeah but really it was it.
0: um and and fred took it personal he no. was like i thought we were friends man i'm like dude why? Yeah, i made a mistake like it's right. a mistake yeah mike I'm, I'm so sorry but yeah so uh but i i'm dying to try this so we're, we're going to give this a shot if okay. i do this Ooh, Ooh, there you go. Um, That was nice. There's a question in the chat room. How do you store episodes? I'm at 120 gigabytes with 67 episodes. Uh, Do you keep only the mixed down version or do you keep the raw wave file? What do you guys do with those? John?
1: I make a copy of the raw, uh, the raw wave and the MP3. And then I get rid of that for everything that's 90 days or older. I have a four terabyte drive here and it's three quarters of the way full. So I also tell my clients that I keep all audio for 90 days, unless you want it, I'll give it all to you, you store it, but 90 days. And that is it. So, because that is, you know, storage space is huge when you're working with this and video is even worse.
0: Yeah. So I used to export to a WAV file. Uh, and now what I do, and I, I realize I'm leaving the door here for a problem. I keep, like the Hindenburg file and I have all, all the files that I used. So I have all the raw material. So if I ever need a WAV file of that, I can open up Hindenburg and go export WAV file. And cause I used to export everything as a WAV file and throw it on Dropbox. And I'm like, well, as long as I have Hindenburg and that's the asterisk, I can always go back and export whatever I need. So the problem is if for some reason Hindenburg ever goes away. I'm screwed, and I better go back, and before it it gets to a position where it doesn't work with Windows, I need to go back and export everything as a WAV file, which I could do, but um, I guess I could, in theory, just export as a WAV file and throw it someplace, but what about you, Jim? So I pull the MP4 down from YouTube, strip the audio
4: off using Audacity, uh, and just actually create whatever that raw version is. I keep that. I keep the live raw file from YouTube as well. I've had YouTube delete my account, by the way, with no warning. So I keep everybody's like, well, why don't you just keep your raw YouTube files? You can always get them. No, you can't always get them when YouTube deletes that account. I still can't figure out why they deleted that account. They just, one day, it was just gone. So I keep raw. So that's a pretty big file, right? So a raw video, raw audio, and then all the different NYX versions that I make of it. So when I go in, I get an MP3 out of it. We have a post-show MP3. I create a video file that's the edited version that then goes to youtube but then i crunched that down to a a a large art for my i have a video rss feed which last week did 800 downloads it's unbelievable my that my yeah exactly i I went back and looked at my numbers typically three or four hundred and i always think well that can't be true and then last week it went the show that we did got 800 and i thought who the heck is downloading and it's about a 900 meg file that's video and audio together right that they can download and so about nine times larger or 10 times larger than what an audio file would be for it. But they want it. Like they want it. So anyway, so a video large, a video small, uh, and I keep all of them. And then we have, I have this really cool box called a Moro Data, M-O-R-R-O, Moro Data. It has one terabyte of cached storage locally. So it keeps up to one terabyte of everything I have in the house And then anything over that, based on how old the file is and how much I use it, it pushes it to Backblaze. So the files I don't use, the older ones, automatically get backed up. Everything gets backed up to Backblaze. But it automatically goes to Backblaze, and I don't keep it locally. So if I need it, if I'm using it, like audio files that I'm, you know, my intros, my exits, those kinds of things, they're always kept local uh, and then, uh, anything I don't use goes to backblaze and it's just a little placeholder in the, in the file. And if I need it, it pulls it down on demand, which is kind of cool. It's a really, really cool box for storage. I think I have maybe three terabytes of cloud storage for everything I do. So even keeping all of those things now, I don't have customers. So John, you know, you've got a bunch of customers, so that's exponential. Um, it, it that works out really well for me. So that's, that's kind of my, that's the way I do it, Dave. Sorry for the long answer. Not.
0: <laughs> if you want if anybody wants to see i will describe what's on the screen i'm playing with uh this is what the new version of boss jock studio looks like it's called uh backpack studio now because it was dawning on me here's the one thing that i'm missing from the the jingle palette on uh the road See, I still can't remember the name of this thing. The Rodecaster Pro. There we go. The Rodecaster Pro is, I have no idea how long the jingle is. Where with the other thing I was using, I had a countdown timer. So I could kind of go, because this is live. And with this, I don't know. I mean, if I were to hit this now and play this. uh, Okay. In theory. In theory, nothing's happening. Oh, I love the, the joy of live. I just downloaded this from Dropbox. Um, well, we can have, we can pretend we're at a basketball game. Oh, I'm not getting any volume from this now. Oh, because I guess I'm on the phone. See, this is- these are the things you learn as you do things live. Uh yeah, because that should be playing and it's not. All right, so we've learned that you can't be on the phone and play sound effects. Which I guess now that to- now that that comes out of my voice, like my my head. Kind of like, makes sense. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. That it wouldn't let me be playing jingles while I'm on the phone. Uh but yeah that's the fun thing. If I cuz if I go now to start the music cuz we are about out of time. We're going to stick around for some post show. Um you know, I have no idea. I know this is 2 minutes and 11 seconds long. So I can I can bring the music up. But this is where I go, "Oh, yeah, I have no idea how long this is." And it's uh gonna be a train wreck which will be great fun i mean i can i can start the stopwatch and go okay now i know i've got about two minutes to to talk about and i can say jim what's coming up on the average guy.tv
4: yeah we're back to kind of a general show I was talking about a bunch of tech i got a new apple watch and a new xbox that's sitting right there so the average
0: you want to catch up and uh john where can people if people want you to edit their stuff uh where can they go for that solutions.com.
1: Be happy to help you out in any podcasting need you have. And then uh, while we're
0: at it, uh, feel free to plug your websites. I, I just did. <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you wanted to plug hate to wait. No, well, I just did that earlier for the, the podcast, but no, I'm good. Uh, on the school of podcasting this week, you'll hear more, but different. Like you'll hear me talk about, the train wreck that was today but you also hear me and jim harold we did a review of this how he's using it you'll also hear uh from jeff oh uh teacher cast jeff bradley that doesn't sound right jeff what is jeff's last name from teacher cast anybody know chat room no i can't remember his name i can see his face i can see his face i know it's jeff i know he has triplets
1: after 50 thing that you do
0: net um jeff uh also chimes in on that Uh, So that's uh, he'll be chiming in on that, and we'll we'll probably do another quick mic shootout between uh, this microphone and, of course, the oh Oh, see that doesn't work. That's that's some fun mix of that. Uh, So that'll be coming up on uh, this week of the School of Podcasting. Then later in the month, we'll be having an episode about um, how to connect with your audience. So I think the music's getting bigger. I think we're about done. So stick around for some post show.